You've heard about messenger bots. You've heard about chat bots. Let's talk about it with Michael from Stashimi on this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. All right, so I have finally connected with Michael Bridges from uh, Stashimi, and we first met a couple years ago at the DIY Musicians Conference, and he was showing me, we were talking messenger bots, and I didn't realize that you guys were way ahead of the curve on some things, because now everywhere you turn, it's chatbots, messenger bots. So first off, let's talk a little bit about what you guys saw coming, what you did to get ahead of the game, and then how you're seeing artists utilize these chatbots and these messenger bots. And maybe we should even go in, Michael, and tell people what this is for those that have no clue what we're talking about first, and then we'll dig deeper into that. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm I'm so glad to be uh, to be a part of this, have a chance to talk with you about it, because I know you're reaching all kinds of people and you're bringing so much value to what um, ind- independent creators can create. So to the extent that uh, messenger tools can help them, I'm super excited about it. You know, my background is I toured as an independent musician for 25 years. And, you know, week after week, you know, I, I'm, I'm old enough that when... Um, when we started out, we put sticky labels on postcards and we mailed them to people. Absolutely. At some point, at some point we thought um, we should get into that electronic uh, game. You know, when we, we heard about websites and emails and then we had an email list. And then, of course, 10 years ago, we got into social media. Five years ago, we got into the mobile space a- as a band. Three years ago, I got out of the band and, um, and started with some partners, this um, tech company. Um, but, you know, our experience in the band was always that... Um, we would we'd send a postcard, we'd put something out, out on email, we'd post on social, we would tweet, we'd Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And people would say, hey, when are you guys coming to Milwaukee? We'd say, oh, three nights ago, we were in Milwaukee. And then people would say, oh, I wish I would have known. Uh, and so okay. we just kept missing people. Now, what, and, and so to get to Messenger and the utility of Messenger, it is that what I think everyone is recognizing is that emails are being opened um, with with less frequency than than they were once opened, and similarly, social posts are being um, engaged with less than they once were. So, you post something on social media, you know, and you get you get a one percent engagement rate. And email, you get you know two to three percent click through rates. And so, um, part of that is that people have a little bit of fatigue with those technologies, um, but it's also that people are moving to Messenger. So all of the data seem to indicate that people are moving away from, if I can even use the term traditional social media, since it's only a 15-year-old industry, but people are moving away from social media platforms, they're moving away from using email, and they're moving toward Messenger. And so in this case, Messenger platforms might include WeChat, uh, Kick, Line, Telegram, um, uh, even SMS or Slack. But what we focus on right now is Messenger which is a Facebook-owned property. Yep. So Facebook owns WeChat, Instagram, Messenger, and Facebook. But a person can certainly use Messenger without using Facebook. Um, so it is a standalone messaging pl- pro- platform. And 1.4 billion people are on that platform. More people are using Messenger than use Gmail right now. And more people use Messenger than use Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat combined. 
So that's why it's such a good place for artists to reach their fans. So what have you guys seen as far as your own engagement numbers? You know, it's like, so you made one yeah. for me and it's mm -hmm. been running in, in a test pattern in the background. But I mean, it seems like mm -hmm. it's consistently every time something cool goes out on Instagram, my test goes off. It's okay. like you have the ability yeah. to connect these conversations to platforms that people are engaging with anyway, where they might not have actually seen that Instagram post, you're popping that Instagram post up inside of Messenger. Let's talk some of the numbers, you know? This, is, where, this and, is now and, making sure that, like you said, if, if Instagram or Facebook's only gonna show it to this many people, how many? what's the percentage of people that are seeing it through Messenger? Yeah, so this is a way to make sure that 100% of the people who are connected to you on Messenger will see that message. And so what kind of sets, you know, and, and there are many different um, bot, bot building platforms. And I do want to talk about why, you know, bots are a useful piece in themselves. There are lots of different ones. In our case, it's Dashimi. What sets us apart a bit is that we're very focused on the music industry. And so we index all that content, your YouTube channel, your Instagram channel, um, your Facebook, of course, um, bands in town. And so we're able to in, uh, integrate these pieces. And that means, just like you said, without the artist having to lift one finger or do anything, they just continue to run their business and do their normal life. But the bot makes sure that everyone who's on Messenger and connected to that artist gets a notification. So what we're seeing is that when artists... Um, so when artists send the message, of course, it goes to 100% of the people. And that's a real, that's a difference right away from a social post. Sure. But what we're seeing in our artists is that um, open rates are in excess of 85%, sometimes in excess of 90%. And that holds true across demographics. So for instance, our clients who have a little bit of an older demographic, um, they see these 90% um, open rates. And our clients who have a much younger demographic see these high open rates as well. Um, and then we see uh, click-through rates on targeted messages of about 50% and on kind of broad messages that aren't necessarily targeted to a specific set of your users, we see consistent click-through rates of 30%. Wow. So even in that case, that's at least 10 times higher than email click-through rates. So what, what is it, you know, what's it cost to like, so for example, you know, Saturday, 417, do you want to learn how to be a social media ninja in under an hour? Then sign up for my free training. So this basically pulled my Instagram story. Mm -hmm. And then yep. when it says view details and I view it, it now opens it up on Instagram. Right. So it's and now then, also then, driving people. So it's not only showing them what it saw, but now it'll take it there. And if I decide I want to share it, I can send this directly to anybody who's following me on Messenger. Uh, or anyone, anyone you know, you can send it to anyone. So um, that's another thing that enables this this peer to peer, this one click peer to peer sharing. So um, what we've done is we've we designed the bot in such a way that when you click through to the Instagram content, um, it opens a three quarter window, right? So that you can engage with Instagram, comment, like, and so forth. The artist is giving credit for likes and um, on YouTube. 
Go ahead and repeat that. You got, is not you got, a, little, you got a little fuzzy. Let's go ahead and, and repeat that last segment. You got a little fuzzy there. It went robotic on us. Okay. Okay. So um, we've designed the bot in such a way that when you click through to the Instagram content, it opens that content in a three-quarter window. Um, that means so when you engage, you can engage with Instagram or with Facebook or with YouTube, the artist is still getting credit for those views on YouTube not just on Messenger. But by opening a three-quarter window, you can engage with the post, but you're still in the conversation with the artist um, as a fan. That way you don't forget. So it's not one of those things where you, you open a YouTube link by an artist, and suddenly an hour later, you're looking at stuff you never expected to look at today, and you forget, oh, what was I looking at in the first place? You know what I mean? So, so this you way, guys, you're still in Messenger. So do you guys set the timer? So it's like, let's say that I'm active and I'm teaching people I want you to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Do you set the timer in your dashboard to say, okay, pop a Facebook one up here, pop this up, or give them the scrolling option to do this? Is that all done in your back end? Because you guys do a lot of this. Let's explain a little bit here, too, is that – once you guys set it up, I really don't have to go in and do anything. That's also the big difference That's with correct. what you guys it's offer at ManyChat and some of these yeah. other ones. Now, there's great bot builders out there. I have a ManyChat bot that runs right now. The difference uh -huh. is I have to go in and upgrade all that stuff. Yeah. I had to go in and do it. You guys actually go in and do this. Yeah, so you don't have to, you don't have to wake up every morning and think about updating another platform. Now, I know from being an independent artist – that my day is so full with, you know, between I'm, I'm booking the shows, I'm playing the show. Heck, I'm driving the van, you know? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm boarding the inventory, all this kind of stuff. The last thing I need is another social media platform to update. But what I do need is a convenience tool that makes sure that when I update my social media, my Instagram or my Facebook or what have you, I can be sure that everybody's going to see that message. And so that's what the bot does automatically. So in your case, like you say, you know, when you, you use a ManyChat bot, and ManyChat's a great builder. I mean, nothing, they're, they're a fabulous company. Um, but you have to go in and update your information all the right. time. In this case, we've indexed it so that that's all done automatically for you. Now, of course, you can turn off the automatic notifications, or you can selectively turn them on or off. So you may want people to know every time you add a date to bands in town, but you don't really want to notify everyone every time you put up an Instagram picture. Got so it. you just go into your dashboard and you say, notify them automatically when I add a new concert date or make a new video, but not when I, you know, post on Facebook of my, you know, um, my nephew's birthday party. So are you also able to go in and segment who sees these? So yeah. that's one of the features that, that I love about, a mini chat as well. And I think they all do the same thing as you could say, okay, like you just talked about earlier, you used an example. Oh, we were just in Wisconsin or whatever, or yeah. Milwaukee, whatever you said. So you mm -hmm. could go segment anyone. How much information do you gather from them to be able to segment yeah. like for touring and things like that? Great question. So that's where the tool becomes super powerful because you're sending out messages and you're getting 90% click-through rates. So on one hand, all your content is in one convenient place on an app that people already have, and that's a great advantage. But another essential advantage, and perhaps one of the very most important advantages, is that you're able to send out messages, and you're able to do it based on all these data that you've been collecting. Now, what, what Messenger lets us know automatically is name, gender, 
country, language, time zone. You get a few things like that. And then our dashboard automatically lets you know the first time you engage, the first time the fan engaged, the last time they engaged, and you can kind of see, you know, how active they've been in the bot. All other information, especially now in the post-GDPR world, the, the general data protection rule world, um, um, all the other data you have to ask for. Once you ask for it, then you can sort those users by anything in the world. So, for instance, we can easily, we can ask, um, hey, do you want to know when we're coming to town? So, for instance, the bot that we built for the country singer, um, Blake Shelton, you know, it says, do you want to know when uh, Blake's on tour in your area? And the person says, yes. And it's pretty obvious the next question is going to be, okay, what's what's your area? Right, exactly. So we feel like as long as we give the people a reason to ask the question, they're apt to give us the information. And then we have an interface in there where you don't even have to put your email in. We say, you know, do you want to share your email? And your email automatically pops up. Because in the background, we already know that information. We just can't legally use it unless you tell us we can use it. Uh, or okay. we also put an option. We put an option in everyone else's, everyone's bot too, that says um, enter a different email. Because sometimes the email that's associated with your messenger account Correct. is not necessarily the email you want on an artist's um, mailing list. But no problem. You can put in either one kind of thing. So we make it possible to do that. Once you gather that information, which could be where you live, what's your email, uh, you know, how do you how do you consume music? Spotify, Apple or Amazon or vinyl. Um, right. now, now that user has a tag. You get an unlimited number of tags on the platform and then sort the users that way. So some of our artists send out a simple question. How, what's your favorite way to listen to music? And then the fan with one simple button press says uh, either Spotify or Amazon or, or vinyl or something. Um, now, you would never use email that way. And that's where you, you start to realize how this is a really different medium. Um, so you would never send an email to your fans and say, what's your favorite way to listen to music? Because no one's going to write back, you know, dear artist, Spotify, sincerely yours, the fan. But if you send them a simple one question with a button they can press, they do that. And then the artist, maybe, maybe, you know, 700 people click vinyl. Right. Now as an artist, you know, you can afford to make a vinyl record. Absolutely. And you you should make a vinyl record. Exactly. And you already have the consumers before you ever print that record. Well, I explained that to someone the other day because they were asking me, they said, Rick, I said, what Messenger has done for me is it's allowed me to have a conversation like if I were with this person live. It's like they ask a question, I answer it. I answer the question, they respond to it. And it's happening in real time, whether it's you uh, that's actually doing it or if these are pre-set up answers that, that you've arranged. Do you have the ability with uh, the Stashimi app to go in and take over a conversation live? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's called the handover protocol. Got it. And we built that into about half the bots. I would say half of the artists don't want that. They don't right. want people to be able to put a message in there. But those are normally the artists like, you know, we build the bot for, you know, Guns and Roses and some bands who have millions of, of fans they don't really want people to send them a message. So I guess it's okay for me to say that. It's not that they don't want messages. They do want messages. It's just that they're not going to have time to write back to 40 million people. Um, so on the well, other what hand, I there mean are lots of that, What I mean by that is that if somebody came in and I could jump in as Rick and say, hey, it's Rick, by the way, yes. this is what you need. 
Exactly. Because I already yeah, exactly paid my right. bot. So everybody knows they're talking to a bot. I don't try to mislead anyone. Oh, of, of course. I don't exactly. yeah, try to do that. But I have the ability to jump in and do this. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most important things in setting up a bot for an artist to, to know. You know, there are certain things we've learned about what makes a bot successful. And, and what are some of those things? Top, Let's share those. Okay, so toward the top of the list would be setting accurate expectations. Okay. People are not, you know, um, people, they're, they're not concerned about how well your bot works as much as they're concerned about it working the way you said it was going to work. Okay. Um, so, so setting accurate expectations. So for instance, in the welcome message, you'll want to say something like connect here to get the latest tour dates and music videos and, um, you know, special promotions or, or concert discounts or wh whatever it is you offer. And then your bot would have that stuff in there or you connect here to, to, um, take a lyrics quiz and put a, put a profile, uh, change your profile picture um, with the frame kind of thing you wouldn't. And then people will be satisfied if you have that in there. On the other hand, if your welcome message said, ask me anything, right. um, people would be disappointed. So, you know, you just want to set expectations in, in the right way. We also know that people are more satisfied with a messenger tool as users when they can reach a human if they need to. Right. So we always build something in there where you can bail. It's kind of like in the old days of, you know, telephone customer service where you'd be like, representative, representative, yeah, right. representative. operator. <laughs> Exactly, a zero kind of thing. Yeah. And as long as people have the, they, they know what to expect and their expectations are met and they have the ability to leave a message for or contact live a human when they, when they need to, then, you know, it's a, it's a very satisfying experience. Now, in the case of, of bands who have that free text input turned on, which means the user can text something to them, um, They'll need to, we have in their dashboard, we call it a default message. And that's just the message people get when they text free text, just so they don't go to kind of the black hole of, um, of messaging. Great. If you, don't have a, if you don't have a bot, it's almost like having, going back to the telephone metaphor, you know, um, or analogy. Um, it's like having a business and you have a telephone number and it just rings and rings and rings and rings and rings. Okay. And then and yeah. it happens. Um, and that's what it's like having Facebook or having Messenger, but not having a chatbot. It's just, you know, you can think of it as a, as a voicemail system in a way. So here's, here's what I'd like to do, because this has been a great conversation. People have heard the term tossed around. Some of them have experienced it with their favorite yeah. artist. Where's the best place to send people to see a demo of this in action? Uh, and then where can we lead them to have a conversation with you? I don't want them to have to sit around and wait till the next DIY musician conference, but so we'll put this in the show notes, but if you want to go ahead and say it now, we'll make sure that you guys have links to this. Where can they go see a yeah. demo and see how easy it is to utilize? Mm -hmm. The best thing is to go to our website, stashimi.com, S-T-A-S-H-I-M-I.com. And on there, um, you can, you can just click and, and set up a demo. Um, and I'll get an email and it'll say this person wants a demo and I'll call or email you right away. Or you can also click on the icons of some of the artists we work with and go to their bots and, and see, see their how, bots in action. Yeah. See how Zed, G Easy, Chainsmokers, Blake Shelton, you know, whoever else, how their bots work. Okay. So let me just go ahead and bring this up right now, because I know a lot of people are going, well, if the major label artists are using it, then it's obviously uh -huh. not something that I can afford. Let's, yeah, let's just yeah. go ahead and bust that now. 
how inexpensive yeah, well, is it? Because you guys did something, and this is what I appreciated when we met the first time. Because I said the same thing to you. At the, two years ago, I'm like, ah, it's a little bit out of the wheelhouse, man. You, you can get that yeah. from a label, but not an independent artist. Tell people how affordable yeah. this is. Because I know right now they just went, oh, Zed's using it. Blake's using it. I'm out. I can't. Right. Well, Rick, as you and I both know, the, the bigger the artist is, the less likely it is that they pay for anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, so you might hear those names and you think, oh, good, the bot's free. But the truth is, um, we, well, we have a special, you know, for, for your listeners. We, we have a special that we offered at the DIY convention, which Great. is um, independent creators can sign up and, and use the bot for, for $10 a month. That's it. Um, yeah. And okay. that's, um, that's, a, that's, an un, that's, a, that's a very good deal. And that's um, with you guys helping them set it up. Now let's let's explain that ten dollars a month includes right. you guys yeah. helping them set it up. Yeah, You're that's right. Exactly. We, that, right. We send you. We yep. send. We send you a bot. We send you a bot. I'll I'll send you. Um, I can send you a, a specific link that'll help them get started. Perfect. But you go you go to the link and then you put in a couple of your um, your URLs. Yep. And um, and then we send the bot. We send the bot to you. So then let me explain have, something, full disclosure to you guys. I didn't yeah. even send Michael links to anything, and he went and jacked my stuff and made me a bot just with what he was able to find on the Internet. So that's how great this technology works. Uh, also, too, uh, I just want to let you guys know that I am not making anything from this. That's why they're able to offer it at such an affordable price to you. I just believe in the software. I believe in the concept. Like I told you guys, I'm using a mini chat bot right now because that's what I had. That's what was available to me and that's what I made. And I'm having for my independent brand, I will have the Stashimi app set up and that's where I'll be more driving people through my my podcast and all those different types of things and bringing people into my other world. But uh, I just want to go ahead and give you guys full disclosure to let you know that, that uh, they created one for me and I didn't even have to send them anything. It was like, yeah. You just pulled a couple URLs, and the next thing you know, I've got Test RB. Now, it's not out there in the public, but and he turned it around at such a fast time because he's a smart businessman. He said, look, let me show this guy how fast we can operate, uh, and it's, it's spot on. So uh, I love the look. I love the feel of it. Uh, we've been waiting for months to be able to get you on here. Uh, I think that the time is right. You are episode 101. Bobby Bone says, if you get to 100, you're legit. So now I guess I'm legit, and you're the first guest I have after my legitimacy. That's well, I'm that. super glad. I'm <laughs> so glad to connect with you. I mean, you know, I think everybody knows that you bring so much value to independent creators, and, and what you're offering is the best, is the best thing out there for, for independent creators to really get their career launched and off the ground. So I feel honored to be a part of it because I know that if – if you're including us um, on your podcast, then already, I, um, you know, it, it, it tells the folks that, um, that we're offering a good thing. Because, Dude, I appreciate um, it. So go ahead, shoot me an email with that link. I'll make sure that you guys have it available to you in the show notes. Also, too, if you're listening and you can't get to the show notes, but you are on uh, part of my community, I will be sending out an email to all of you so you'll find it there. And for those of you listening, if this is the first time you found me, that's right, 101 episodes. There have been a lot of good ones. Uh, go back and listen to episode 50 where we talked about playlist curation uh, with Michael Warner. Go back and listen to episode 66 where Michael Elsner 
uh, decided that he was going to share with you guys how to get your music placed in film and television. And then episode 101, the third of the Michaels, Michael Bridges. Now, I just don't interview people named Michael. That's just how it happened to work out. But head over to my website, rickbarker.com. Grab a free copy of the book. And if you feel someone can benefit from this, please go ahead and share it. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there. 